Hey everybody, welcome to the Expanding with Andrea podcast. I'm so excited to be here. This is this is a really great podcast, you guys. We're going over three subtle energetics around content that really attracts clients. I'm not recording in my usual spot today. This is a total like inspired, like very, very powerful podcast episode. So I just sat down on my couch and I'm recording it. And so hopefully there's not too much background noise and we can just get started. So I think that a lot of people, um, when it comes to creating content that attracts clients, there's like, there are some, there's a few subtle ways where I see people approaching it in a way that's maybe not the most supportive to the result that they want to be getting. Okay. So these are just like, consider this like a permission slip to, be more embodied in your sales process and to feel better about your sales process but these are three like really really big things that I really love to see people embody in their sales process so the first the first is an energy of being unapologetic like I I see and with my clients I see so often people are coming to me and saying like I wish I felt more comfortable selling. I wish I just like, I don't want to sell too much. I don't want to overwhelm them. I don't want to, I don't want to do X, Y, Z. And of course, like we don't want to overdo it. But I think that at some level, there's a truth to the fact that like, if people are following your business Instagram, they're expecting to be sold to. Like, it's fine. People know when they followed you that this is your business Instagram. They know when they followed you that you're an influencer and you do brand deals. Like, of course, there's a way that we can work our sales strategy in. But if any part of you feels like, oh, no, I shouldn't sell too much. And like my audience doesn't really like to be sold to. They're following a business like they I think that they I think that they're on board. And if it really bothered them that much, they probably wouldn't be following you. So if any part of you is feeling like a little bit uncomfortable um, whenever you sell or whenever you have a brand deal or whenever you're looking to launch your next offer, like keep in mind that like this is your space to do that. You can fully take up space and be like, hey, I have something really, really great for you guys. If you're looking to do this, I've got something really, really great and I'd love to talk to you about that that's why they're there. They know you're going to do that. You know, like there's no perfect way. You don't have to like walk on eggshells around selling, like allow yourself to fully take up space. Like sales is how you resource yourself as a business owner and as a creative, right? So if we can start looking at learning to love our sales process as a self-care practice, then I think that we can really get, we can really make some headway, babes, you know, like all of the coolest and best people I know are these like powerful creatives who have this like amazing gift that they can share for the world. Even if you don't identify as a creative person, like even if you're Like if you're like a coach and you don't necessarily feel like you're doing art every day or you're creative, like you're bringing creative ideas into the world. This is important. You deserve to be paid for that. I really enjoy that. I I would love that for you. I would love it if you want to be paid being creative. 
I would love to help you feel really, really great about doing that. You know, the second energetic, okay, is you want to be evaluating if you're secure, if you're securely attached and non-codependent to your business. So just like attachment styles and relationships, you can have an attachment style in your business. Like, are you anxiously attached to your business? Are you really avoidant with your business? Are you avoidant with your money? Are you securely attached to your business? Can you have a really great day in your business and feel good about yourself and have a really bad day in your business and still feel good about yourself and not have this like huge dip in self-worth, like letting go of doing things and fully buying in and being in trust just when you have just when you feel like you have enough proof that what you're doing is working is not is not a strategy like that's not you deserve to feel more in trust than that in your business like how exhausting is it always having that like push pull in your head it's not a fun feeling and I know it's not easy but like trust I would love to invite you to make the choice that you're going to practice being in trust. That doesn't mean that um, you live in this land of like delusion. That doesn't mean that you never, that like the the goal and the standard is like perfectly being in trust all the time. But like when that feels available to you, taking a second to like really try to trust yourself, to trust yourself to figure this out, to know that you are going to be able to figure out how to resource yourself and how to sign clients consistently, and how to expand to whatever threshold you're wanting to hit, and how to stabilize your revenue at whatever you want to do, like really trust yourself that you've got this, and it's not like this feeling that I'm effortlessly embodying constantly myself, but the more I can practice that trust, the easier it is to be there, it's not that I never freak out, it's that most of the time I know that I've got this and I know that when I feel like I don't I don't have this I know that that's not normal for me and I know that that's a temporary feeling and that's a feeling that I practiced because I did not feel like I had it all together when I started practicing that feeling of trust right and I have an even more specific example for you guys so something that I hear consistently from my clients my BBs is like, Andrea, well, I, I just sold on my stories. Like, I just pitched my audience on my stories, and we love to see it. I love to see all the cool ways that you guys are pitching yourselves. I love seeing the examples that you're bringing in. I love seeing when you guys share testimonials. Like, I think that that is so cool, and I love that, and I love seeing you take up space and radiating bad bitch energy. I just love that for you. But something that I see a lot is like, Andrea, my stories normally get like 50, 60, 70 views. And when I pitch on my stories, I get like five views that people that like watch all the way to the end. That is great. That is great news. If you only are feeling good about the stories that you're posting when you are... when you feel like your views are especially high, your sales content generally will not get as high of views and as high of engagement. And why is that? That is because if you're doing it right, you're directing your energy solely on those people who are like actually ready to buy. There are so many more people interested in you and your story and your business 
than there are people who are ready to buy in this moment. And people are always cycling through stages of readiness, right? So when you create really powerful sales content, what you're doing is you are creating content that is speaking directly to that the people who are in that stage of readiness because they are the people who are going to buy. And the people who are seeing that who might not be in that stage, it's getting them there. But really, you're directing it to those people who are so, so, so ready. And by directing your energy with that, I just noticed that the algorithm tends to do its thing. The people who are seeing it are like the people who are they're the ones who are seeing it for a reason. And that's like a big part of being in trust. And if you're feeling codependent with your numbers and codependent with your marketing, then BBs, I don't know what to tell you. You gotta, you gotta just trust that it's not about the views. It's about sharing your message, right? Another energetic of really being in the energy that can really allow clients to come in right through your content is meeting them where they're at right so we want to be remembering that your clients are going through it before they hire you like whether it's like a whether you're somebody who maybe is like a life or an embodiment coach or or something like that that really helps people solve these like big profound deep problems in their lives or you're a web designer or a boudoir photographer or a hairstylist, or or whatever it is that you do, right? Like, these people are either hiring you to help them feel a feeling and reach a destination, or to help them solve a real problem in their life. There, I don't know what is happening at my neighbor's house. Their dog will not stop barking. Um, So we are here in this together um and I am claiming this as my sovereign space um where I'm trying to protect myself from this dog's barking just truly eating away at my sanity because it hasn't stopped it hasn't stopped okay so thank you for being there with me you guys but yeah your clients are going through it before they're hiring you and you kind of got to speak to them where they're at. You've got to be willing to use language that helps them to feel really seen where they're at. Like if they're feeling like when I work with my clients, I speak to when I like when I work and go to sign on new clients, I speak to how overwhelmed they feel. I speak to the fact that they feel like they're feeling a lot of imposter syndrome. They're feeling like they're going to be found out. They're feeling like their business isn't sustainable. Feeling like, um, feeling a level of anxiety when it comes to bringing new clients into their world, right? Like I speak to that and I'm willing to speak to that because I want them to know that like I see them. I see them not only based on my own lived experience, right? But I see them based on like my clients lived experience, like that's a feeling that you can move through. That's not a temporary feel. like, like that's, that's not a permanent feeling. That's a temporary feeling. So like when I use language like that, it really helps them feel seen and helps them feel like, oh, maybe I'm not just going to be stuck here forever. Like maybe running a business can be fun and it can pay you really well, right? Like I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun and if it wasn't paying my bills, right? Like that that is a real feeling that you can have like most of the time it's pretty great so your calls to action should show a transformation and again you want to be saying like if you're someone who wants to 
go from feeling like this and like use language that helps them feel seen like even I think that there's a real difference between like pain point marketing and really trying to like exacerbate like already a sore spot in someone's life versus saying like do you feel this way because like if you feel this way like if you feel like a failure in your business and I use that language. I'm not trying to use that language to exacerbate that feeling. I'm trying to say like, hey, I remember when I felt like a failure in my in my own business. That's something I can call on from lived experience, right? So there's a difference between taking a feeling and saying like, hey, if you don't figure out how to sign clients, you should be ready to feel like even more of a failure in your business versus saying, hey, I know it's hard and it's really uncertain, to not know how to consistently bring in clients and revenue into your business. Like if that's not something you feel confident in doing, it's normal to feel like a failure. It's normal to feel like things are really, really scary because that's like a huge, that's a huge point of safety that your body wants to experience, right? Like that's that's normal. That's normal for it to be like a... um that's like a core need for most people's nervous system to have is to know that the way that they make money is consistent, right? So there's a real difference between like trying to corner someone into seeing you as their only solution, which like will not bring in the type of clients that feel good for you to work with. Those will bring in really codependent clients with you because you've told them that you're the only option. It's not a good business strategy. Don't do it. It's not where it's very easy to sign clients who like want to work with you from an empowered decision. You don't have to be sneaky. You don't have to be sneaky, even if that's what your old coach told you to do, because a lot of people don't know how to do it in a way that's not that. But yeah, you can speak to someone where they're at and use that transformation being like, do you feel really, really bad right now? Because I work with people in this way to help them feel really, really good, right? Like most of your content should be in some way communicating like an elevator pitch, which I know is like so lame, but really it's like such a basic tool, like such a basic messaging tool. Like all of your content should be sharing, if not all of this message, at least a snippet of this message. Um, I help blank do blank so that they can have or be or experience blank, right? So if you're, you can also do like a, like a more desire led, um, led sort of framework, right? For like an offer in particular, if you'd like insert desire here, you might like working with me. We focus on providing XYZ to our clients so that you can feel XYZ in the result, right? So if you're a boudoir photographer, it's like if you'd like really, really beautiful photos and a really in a really beautiful collection of you looking and feeling your best for boudoir photos, you might really like working with me. We provide, we focus on providing a really relaxing, comfortable, and empowering experience so that you can feel amazing when you look back at these photos, right? Like it doesn't, is your messaging communicating that if you're a boudoir photographer? Is it, is it communicating some version of that for your own unique business and brand, right? Like 
your photography business might be focused on like I help you um I will I would love to help you fill your home with beautiful family photos that represent the the life that you've created and that helps your children feel rooted and secure right like that could be it right like um that like it could really really look like anything like the the feeling if the feeling I want for you to have eventually in your business and I really hope that these little energetics help you get there is I want you to have the feeling of like every day I get paid every day I get paid my business people who work a nine to five know that they're going and getting paid every single day why can't you have that feeling why can't you have that feeling and why have we told ourselves that to have that feeling we have to burn out we have to make ourselves miserable I'm not here for it I'm not here for it. I don't think that that has to be the case because you guys know I'm neurodivergent. I'm disabled. I'm brain tumor survivor girl. I have ADHD. I have had anxiety and depression since I was like 15-ish, you know? Like it's, it's been a lot. And for a long time, I believed that this was like some impossible goal and that like 10K months, 20K months, how difficult, how extravagant, how out of my reach right? Why, why, why would that be the case? Why would that be the case? So I hope that this was a really, really helpful conversation with you about sales and about language, right? Like it's, if you are like a really incredible, like say coach or web designer, or even a business coach, right? Like it's a very different skill set to learn to sell yourself and your own business than it is to actually be working with your clients so don't let if you're struggling to like grow the actual client base and the actual revenue of your business if you're struggling with that do not let that um like steep into this narrative that you're not a good enough hairstylist or photographer or you have a client you have a client attraction issue like I even as a business coach like the skills that it takes for me to help my clients see the holes in in their mindset and in their sales process and and in their systems and in and in their self-trust, right? And then and in their strategy, the whole the skills that it takes for me to sort of see what's going on with someone else's business versus the skills to see what was going on in my own business for a long time. Like it was a long I was working with clients for a long time where my clients consistently made way more money than me. And that is the truth. It is not this like, it's not always intuitive. It can really be helpful to have someone come in. That's why I teach sales in this way. And that's why I help my clients do. So if you are ready for one more example of what it looks like for you guys to sell yourself, get ready because I'm going to invite you to work with me if you're into it. And it's so, so cool. So, hey, if you're new, I'm Andrea and I help conscious ethical business owners create more income in their businesses. And as they're expanding and as they're growing and as they're bringing on new clients, we're really matching that energy with systems, nervous system work and energetic attention to like what's going on behind the scenes so that this can be a really sustainable and embodied growth period. My big wish for all my one-on-one clients is that our work together feels like this remembrance process of like who they really are when they're taking care of themselves, when they're adequately resourced, when they're like, when they're really feeling like their cup is full, 
what type of business is available to you when that is how you're feeling about yourself and that's how you're feeling about your life and that's what your capacity is. So that that's the experience that I just help people have in general. There's a few different ways that I do that. But today I want to talk to you if you're calling in financial stability, consistent clients, income in a way that really leaves you feeling replenished, even on the way to like six figures, maybe even beyond six figures. Like maybe you're really looking at um, that like consistent income, growing a team, maybe moving into an agency model, right? Like if you're really looking to feel replenished and taken care of during a growth process like that, you might be really interested in my one-on-one program. It's called Expand. It's six months, three calls a month, private Voxer between calls, and content supervision so that you always know that your marketing is really, really on point. It's so, so good. It's such a beautiful high-touch and high-support container for a really resourced and embodied and efficient growth period. So for six months of coaching, the investment is $4,997 to paid in full, or it's seven payments of $777. It is so good. I attached a page in the show notes so that you can like look through it. And it's also in my Instagram bio if you want to get more info and apply. This is so good, you guys. Like that content supervision is such like an extra level of support. Like imagine spending six months being in full trust of your marketing, knowing like not only do I have someone coaching me, she is keeping an eye on my marketing. She's making sure I'm nailing it. She's looking over my sales copy, that extra set of eyes. Oh my gosh. Like what would that do for you? What could six months look like? Like we're talking about 2023. I know for a lot of us, 2022 is a building year. And are you ready to pop off queen? Like, are you ready? Because like, that's kind of what we do. I also attached a link to the page for the EFT bundle because A, I made a sales page for it and I've never had a sales page for it. It's pretty thrilling. It's pretty thrilling, you guys. It's a resource that I put together originally for myself and my one-on-one clients. And now you can get in again for like special little end of year party, end of year little do-to-do Um, You can get in at the Black Friday price, which is $197 to pay in full or five monthly payments of $47. So perfectly if you're really perfect for you, if you're really struggling to like see yourself as successful, see yourself as someone who's like who really enjoys generating money and bringing in clients in their business, seeing yourself as someone who's adequately resourced, seeing yourself there you know so the eft bundle is really cool it's all linked in the show notes it's all ready for you i'm so excited i hope that you liked this podcast episode but before we go at the end of all my podcast episodes i share a little bit about what's new with me and boy do i have updates for you guys holy smokes okay so i had a great holiday i took a couple days off around the solstice I'm taking a couple days off around New Year's I took Christmas day and boxing day off but I've sort of been like in and out of work um ever since then last year I took three weeks off from my business I posted a very funny TikTok about it that did really really well so maybe I'll repost it again or I'll share it to my Instagram stories and be like this was me last year I posted a really funny TikTok of me saying like, oh, I thought I was going to work through the holidays, but I haven't been in my inbox in three weeks. And it was fire content. And we love to see it. 
Um, but it's really cool. Like for me, that was indicative. Normally my business feels like a really, like I like almost like a cathartic creative expression of myself and a creative expression outlet for my thoughts and the way that I think and what I want to create into the world. Right. And last year, me having to take three weeks off, I've never, like I needed those three weeks. I was dragging my ass getting back to work last year. It was tooth stoof my guys like and that's not a normal feeling for me normally I'm really excited in my business so when we talk about bravery being yourself and we said like yeah Nikki and I realized that we needed to take pretty much an entire year off of like growing our businesses and just go to like bare bones maintenance mode because um we had we had to figure out why we weren't excited about our businesses, why we weren't excited about our lives anymore. That was very much the vibe. The TikTok is still funny. I still love it. Also, I think my hair looks really good in that TikTok. So always a bonus. Uh, but, or maybe, maybe that was in my tragic hair era. There was a tragic hair era last year, you guys. It was difficult. It was difficult. I can't even go into it right now. Um, it was difficult for me. But, yeah, had a great holiday. Very excited for New Year's Eve. Been seeing somebody new, meeting their family. Very exciting. We love to see it. So cute. Send good vibes. I'm redecorating my room in January. So look out on Instagram for that. That's going to be very, very fun. Very, very cool. Lil Miss Can't Pick a Bed is picking a bed. I told myself I would pick a bed in September. And I've been living in a land of delusion. I've been living in a land of delusion. I can't believe this. So, yeah. Look out on Instagram for that. I've been forcing everyone in my life to watch home decor videos. And people have stopped inviting me over. I'd love to tell you that I'm sorry. But I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm a Virgo who's getting ready to redecorate her room. And research has to be done. Okay research has to be done. And I didn't come here to be disrespected. So Grace, you can invite me back over. And yes, we are still going to watch home decor videos, but we're also going to play Stardew Valley. So new round of BBY, Bravery Being Yourself is launching soon. We've already got two people in the door. I don't know if you know this, Bravery Being Yourself is maximum slay. Okay. It's maximum slay. That's an, that's, we keep saying slay in the Bravery Being Yourself group. Um, and we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. It's our toxic trait. Bravery Being Yourself is a self-discovery program. It's so cool. Nikki and I took like a year off of our businesses last year, but we kind of wish we didn't take that long because it was just like really hard. There was a lot of the times where we could have like collapsed timelines a little bit, moved through things a lot quicker. And then Nikki and I put our heads together and be like, what would we have changed about the way we approach this year? What would we have done instead? And then we put it together into a 12-week course called Bravery Being Yourself. It's not, it's obviously not going to solve every single one of your life's problems and answer every single one of your existential dread questions, right? It's not going to be able to do that. But this is incredible. If you're like, I feel like I need to discover who I am and reconnect to my gifts and figure out what I'm excited about and figure out what's next for me in my career path and just get clarity about who I am and what I really want. I don't know what to tell you. You might need to be a bravery being yourself, a BBY BB. That might be the next path for you. So that's coming out at the end of January. It's so good. 
I loved recording this podcast episode for you guys. You're all big slay. I love you so much. Maximum slay even. I have recorded this entire podcast episode in like a long snuggy hoodie that I'm going to post on my Instagram stories as a special gift for you guys to promote this podcast episode. And I hope that you're all feeling big slay. I love you. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to the Expanding with Andrea podcast. I hope that you're doing so good. Today we're going to have a conversation about how to never, ever lose yourself again. Okay, I know it's a big promise. I know it's a big conversation. I This has been the work that I have done through my entire life. I'm someone who's been through a lot. I'm someone who's been married, divorced. I'm somebody who's had a brain tumor. I'm somebody who's started businesses. I'm somebody who I'm somebody who's, who's had businesses fail. I'm somebody who's dropped out of college twice. I'm somebody who's picked up and started over in a new city with like 10 days notice. I'm somebody who landed in that city two weeks before a pandemic le- left me completely rootless and feeling very, very lost and feeling very untethered. I'm somebody who has walked away from herself so many times that I would say that I'm an expert in it. And I guess as I've like moved through my Saturn return, I guess as I've moved through my life, I think that it is kind of been my work to learn how to not do that anymore. That's not to say that I won't go through periods of really profound growth and profound transformation That's not to say that my life is always going to look the exact same. That's not to say that I have it all figured out. Um, But I've been through growth and transformation in ways that have felt really safe and really rooted and really connected to myself. And I've been through um, periods of growth and transformation that looking back was me sprinting from the person that I was, that I truly was in my core. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how to do that. And I know that I'm a business coach. I love talking to you about business. I think that business is one of the most revolutionary tools that people can use to change their life and to resource themselves and to experience abundance. But you do not have to be a business owner to listen to this. This isn't going to be a business strategy episode. This is a learn to chart your own course episode. And it's really, really cool for me to be able to talk about this. Really quick, before I give you um, the questions I ask myself when I am feeling as though I'm at a crossroads, the questions that I ask myself when I feel as though I am looking to start a new path, start a new journey, I want to let you know my bestie Nikki and I, my best friend, she's also a business owner. She focuses on um, hypnotherapy. She focuses on subconscious tools to allow for really, really deep, really, really beautiful transformation. We run a program called Bravery Being Yourself Together. We have combined our work really, really, really powerfully. And it's a really great self-discovery tool for anybody who's going through a period of self-discovery or is feeling like they're at a crossroads or feeling like they've got some shit to figure out, Nikki and I are hosting a free workshop, a free little mini challenge called the Existential Crisis Bootcamp. Okay? 
So if you feel like you're going through an existential crisis, something that Nikki and I have gone through so many times that we now just abbreviate it to exe crisis. So if we're going, if you're going through an exe crisis and you're wondering what to do, we've put together a challenge for you. It's going to be running through the third week, third week of January. Can't remember the dates. I'm recording this podcast from my couch um, and I'm not on my computer. And so I do not know the dates, but I will put it in the show notes for you to sign up. The Existential Crisis Bootcamp is it. We love it. This is exactly what I've always wanted to create. It's totally free. It's so cool. You should sign up. Nikki is so cool. Like, I think I'm pretty cool, you guys. I've done a lot of self-work, done a lot of like personal introspection I guess you know like I've done all that shit um and I would say I've landed pretty solidly on liking myself that doesn't mean my thoughts are always on my side that doesn't mean that I don't have my own mental health stuff but like as a whole I like Andrea I think she's a little weird I think she's a little kooky I think that she's very fun. She loves people a lot. And she's also like if 15 energy drinks was a person. And I know that that's not for everybody. That's okay. So we know that I like me. Somebody that I like so much, even more than I like me, and I really like me, is Nikki. Nikki is one of the most deeply loving, deeply caring people I have ever met. She is somebody who, with by pouring so much love, by pouring so much care into who you really are, will empower you to discover yourself and to discover your power. She is amazingly skilled and gifted with not just coaching and not just asking really powerful questions to help you facilitate your own transformation, but to help you think differently, minimize your anxiety as you go through this new threshold, this new transformation, this new, I don't, I don't fucking know. Nikki is so, so, so great. And one of the true honors of my life is to be running bravery, being my, being yourself with her. Do not tell her I said any of these nice things about her. Okay. She's a Leo sun. Her sun sign is Leo. Um, and she, if I start giving her compliments like this, our iMessage is going to be cursed because she's just, her Her ego's going to go through the roof. So no one said, tell her that I said any of these nice things about her. She can't know. She can't know this is a secret just between us. But truly, we're both really good at what we do. We've put together a free existential crisis boot camp if you're someone who's feeling like you're having a fucking hard time. You're, you've got a lot of thoughts swimming around your head. You've got some anxiety. There's a lot of unknowns going on. You're not entirely sure what your, what your best course moving forward looks like. Existential Crisis Bootcamp. I cannot emphasize enough. We're obsessed. Okay, but here is, here is what to do. If you feel like you're at a crossroads, you feel like you might be coming into your life where it is time for you to start doing things differently, but you also don't want to leave yourself behind. You don't want to be, you don't want to be feeling fake. You don't want to be feeling like 
you've left yourself behind, like you don't know what to do next, right? We don't want that. We don't want that. Not the vibe, not the vibe, right? Um, like we're going through this period of massive transformation, but do we want to leave ourselves behind? Do we want to lose all of our friends? Do we want to alienate people by being this fake version of ourselves that we look back and cringe at it in six months none of us want that experience right none of us want that experience and I would love to say that I have an insurance policy that would allow you to never cringe at yourself and that would allow you to never experience the discomfort of being a person in public right because the what we signed up for being a person Hate to break it to you, it is not having it all figured out all the time. It is doing shit that has you feeling so humbled and so deeply humiliated sometimes and being so vulnerable and doing things like saying I love you when you don't know if someone's going to say it back and failing in public and fully committing to a business and it taking years for it to take off and like marrying somebody and having it not work out and having to be in process so messily in front of all of these people that you want to be perfect in front of, okay? That's just what being a human is and that is what we signed up for. So I would love to guarantee you that you will never cringe at yourself. I would love to be able to give that to you because I would love to be able to give that to myself. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, But I can tell you that doesn't exist. For anybody who feels as though they are living a life where they're never cringing at themselves, I promise you they are barely scraping the surface of the type of emotional depth and the type of emotional richness that is truly the gift of being human. It is not worth it to minimize the type of joy and love that you can feel um, in order to never feel embarrassed. It's just not worth it. What is maybe a better strategy in your life is to come to terms with the fact that you're going to be embarrassed so much. If you could even convince your brain that you didn't really have a great day unless you felt deeply embarrassed during that day. I know that that could be a weird thing to hear someone suggest on a podcast. Um, But I just think holistically, your life would be better. You would, at 60 years old, look back on such a rich and deeply fulfilling and deeply vibrant life if you just allowed yourself to be so raw and vulnerable because that's where the connection comes from we did not come on this planet to be an island and to never need anything from anybody that is a lie that capitalism teaches us and that the patriarchy teaches us and that white supremacy teaches us it's just objectively not passing the vibe check and I don't want to see that shit I don't want to see that shit. I don't want anybody insulating themselves and making themselves a little tiny island in order to never feel embarrassed. Okay, so that's our disclaimer. 
Um, because the reality is, if you feel like you are at a crossroads in your life, you are probably facing a lot of decisions that feel scary, not because they're hard, but because they feel vulnerable. To go to your partner and say, know that job that I have been grinding at for the past seven years, I just realized I fucking hate it. Know that job that six months ago, I told you I would do anything to be successful at. And we made all of these choices and all of these sacrifices in order to align that. I have now found the truth within myself that I hate it. You know, that's a vulnerable conversation to have. That's a really vulnerable conversation to have. And I'm so sorry, you probably have to have it. You probably have to have it. There might be a, a better way to have it. There might be there might be a strategy behind it that would work best for you and your relationship. But that embarrassment you feel, that vulnerability you feel, probably going to have to have it. Or you're going to just cut yourself off from a bunch of good shit. Like, it's up to you. It's up to you. You can do whatever you want. Um, I would have the conversation. You could be looking at somebody and being like, oh my God, I am so deeply in love with this person. I'm so, so deeply in love with this person. Tell them. You don't get an award um, for being super cool and detached in life. You just don't. Um, And whatever award your brain tells you you're going to get um, is probably just externally sourced. The potential, the possibility of communicating your deep connection and love to somebody, I promise that's worth it. And I also know that your brain probably doesn't want to do it, especially without the insurance, without the guarantee that they're going to say it back. But I think you should do it anyways. I am a big proponent of saying I love you first and saying I love you when you feel it. And it feels scary and throw out, throw yuppy every single time. And I do it anyways, and I hate it every single time. And every single time, I'm also really, really glad I did it. So how do we transform without leaving ourselves behind? Something that I deeply beg everybody who's listening to do, okay? As someone who has not just walked over the coals, I feel as though life has dragged me face first over the coals about a million fucking times. About a million fucking times, life has dragged me face first over the coals. I've had like a mouthful of burning hot coals a million times, okay? A million times. And every single time I can trace that moment back to me not owning what I really wanted, okay? You sitting where you are right now with all of these little things that you've built up into your brain to protect yourself from connection, from vulnerability, from your full potential, that is not your authentic self. It's not about leaving. To get what you want, you're going to have to leave some of that behind, okay? Not yourself, but these little things that you've put in your brain to protect yourself from likely what you really want. So why don't we take a moment and we explore what is it that you really, really want? 
What is it that you want? You want to have this big business? You want to have this career? You want to be a stay-at-home parent? You want to be deeply in love with somebody? You want to be deeply in love with more than one person? You want to explore your love for the for the same gender? You want to explore your love for a different gender? You want to come out as someone who doesn't subscribe to the gender binary? You want to make a choice that maybe your parents don't approve of? You want to feel creatively fulfilled? You want to really abundantly provide for yourself? You want to make a lot of money in your life? You want to be this CEO of a company? You want to be a homesteader type of vibe who lives off the grid? And you want to grow all of your own food? You want to live this weird blend of all of it? All of that is perfectly fine. Um, and the way that you will connect to your true self is to really sit and ask yourself, what are the things I've always wanted to do? What are the things I've always wanted to do? Because you sitting on your couch with all of these little things that you've put up in your head that protects you from that, okay, that is not your authentic self. I'm going to use a business-related example, but this isn't just for business owners. Something that I see a lot of the times, right? A lot of the time. We've got a yoga teacher who is amazing at their craft, and they are so great, and they have a heart so, so, so full of love. And they have been told a million times that they need to do, to do things a certain way, to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to be loved, right? And now they're a yoga teacher, and they're beginning to unpack all of that. And they're like, oh my God, I would love to create a six-week coaching course. It feels like such a deep expression of who I am and where I am at. And I'm like, great, I think we should sell the shit out of it because I want to see you be able to abundantly take care of yourself forever. I want to see you sell a million of these because if this is what you want to do, well, really, I want to see you sell as many of them as you genuinely want to sell. But secretly, I'm hoping that you say a million because wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be a blast? Wouldn't that be a blast for us to walk that journey together, right? Um, but really, I want you to sell as many as you want to sell. So I'm having a conversation. I'm like, I really want you to let yourself take up space and to sell this offer. Then they come to me and they say, I don't want to, they'll say things to me like, I don't want to be always selling to people. I don't want to feel like I'm shoving my offer down my throat. I don't want to be going on my Instagram stories saying, hey, everybody buy for me every single day. Every single day, I don't want to be doing all of this. And it's like, that's all fine. Why don't you want to do that? And they'll say, that doesn't feel like me. That doesn't feel connected to my authentic self. Okay. What do you mean? What do you mean it doesn't feel connected to your authentic self? And they'll say something like, 